everybody, Shelf Rodnax here with another episode of Stage Your Talk. And I'm so blessed today to have Tori Toth join us. How are you, Miss Tori Toth? I'm great, Shell. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I'm super excited, always super excited to have you um, on camera with me on these shows. You are so inspirational and informative and uh, give such great advice and feedback to help people grow their businesses. Um, and no doubt that you're going to do it again at RisaCon this year. So you're speaking uh, this year on how to leverage short form video um, or just simply people are going to get left out of conversation. So what's all the jazz now about short term? Short yeah, form I mean, video. Yeah, short form video um, or SFV, I like to call it these days. You know, everyone's, our attention span, I mean, Jesus, we're getting pulled in so many different directions and it has shrunk tremendously in the past decade. So, you know, our audience doesn't have a lot of time and we have to respect that. We don't have a lot of time, so we have to respect that. And really short form video allows us to get information out there quickly and make connections quicker than ever. And it is, it's just an amazing new marketing tactic that we all kind of need to start embracing. Now, I know some of us haven't even embraced the video part of anything yet in our businesses, but I think that this is an easier way um, to start bringing video into your business. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just, let's uh, tiptoe around a little bit about what you exactly just said. People are a little bit afraid. They don't even get the grasp of video in the first place. I know we did a retreat several years ago where you taught a class on this about how to get people out of their shell. So what I do know is that I TikTok, I'm obsessed with the TikTok obsessed. It is strictly for fun for me. I'm not doing, I do a few business tips here or there just because some people had asked for it, but it's really just about horses for fun. But for somebody who's starting a business, what I found and what the TikTokers influence are saying is that do the dances, do some trends, keep up with things like that are fun and really lightweight. And I think if people can start doing a couple of those first, it gives them a little bit more confidence um, than just speaking directly to the camera about something, you know, with facts and figures or anything like that. What do you think? I would say even for that, and I'm going to be honest, I have never once danced on a short form video. That's, I'm not doing that. I know how to dance, but it's just not my, I, I would say it's not my video style, right? I come yeah. from a news reporting background. So I'm a little bit more serious, more how to, here's your tip, here's your meaty, juicy, you know, detail, and then be done with it. But yes, if, if you need that more creative, fun, happy um, way to kind of ease into it, certainly do that. You can also do kind of the behind the scenes where you're not in front of the camera at all, but you're showing something. Um, you're showing yourself out on that shopping, uh, you know, your little shopping spree that you have to do for staging or how you're transforming a room or just kind of showing yourself in what's happening in the day to day that can get you more used to using video in your business. I like that because I like when you watch the videos and they're a compilation of a bunch of short things so you can see you know someone's just you know taking a picture of picking something up in, in home goods and you're just filming it like this and it gets put down and then the next scene cuts to you know you're picking up a teacup or whatever and then narrating over the top of it when you get home and you're on your phone and you can just do voiceover over the the top of those types of videos and i like those as well because they can be you can do transitions you can do a lot of fun creative things with them too yeah. Yeah, you could do that. And then if, if you hate your voice, you could just use the subtitles. <laughs> I 
so there's lots of different ways that you can start using video in your business if you are if you're not as confident as you think that you should be but i mean regardless i think that entrepreneurs we all have confidence issues every now and then and we just have to kind of break out of our shells and and embrace the fear so uh, like I said, short form video is an easy way to, to embrace that video fear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then what about uh, Instagram? Is Are we hot with Instagram still? Are we not? What about reels? What's going on within all that aspect? So um, the three biggest short form video platforms right now is TikTok, obviously, which to be honest with you, Shell, I haven't embraced as much as I probably should. And yeah, I mean, I could get new followers over there. But I already have a big, big audience on Instagram, on YouTube. Those are the other two platforms, Reels on Instagram and Shorts on YouTube. So I want to stay kind of where my community is. So if you already have a community on Instagram and they're kind of interacting, then stay over there and really start pushing Reels. Reels isn't going away. Um, I don't... I. TikTok may may go away before Reels does, you know, um, because it's owned by a bigger company overall. And we've seen what's happened with Snapchat as, uh, you know, Instagram took on the stories and and all the other major platforms have as well. So I love uh, a good Reels. I am working on doing more shorts. Again, I use YouTube in a different way. I still like to use it. Um, with the long form videos and really showing people things, but you can repurpose videos that you've already done into um, these short form videos. You can um, create new ones. And I really, I mean, I just love watching, <laughs> I love watching reels, uh, but you have to do it strategically, right? There's a statistic out there where you can, um, the daily user will almost watch over three hours of short form video. like. As an entrepreneur, I don't have that time to waste. I know you don't have that time to waste. So we have to really be strategic about that and um, look at this marketing tactic as not a way of consuming the content, but creating the content. And I think that's the biggest problem people have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what the hard part for a lot of people, I know I found this with me as well as, and that's why I don't do a lot with social media for, my, for me other than just to have fun is because like, who am I? Who, who am I? What's my jam? What's my style? And I see so many influencers and I'm like, oh, I like that. But you know, I don't want to copy that person. So then I'm still like, oh, who am I? It is so hard to figure it out. But once you get it down, I mean, that shampoo, rinse, repeat, like keeping the same types of styles. I know like, at least on TikTok, you have some influencers that um, always have a graphic and it's always the same type of thing. So when you're looking at everything, it's easy to find that wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be kind of my style, but it works for a lot of people. So I think also doing your research and so you can do your development of your own brand is researching what's going to work well with you. And then also about, you know, how much editing do you have to do? So like, what is for that person that's already shy about jumping on video, I can only imagine where they are in the tech department. What are you finding is the best type of editing for videos for somebody who's just starting out? Yeah, I mean, the platforms have uh, a app, editing apps right inside there. So if you're going to be using one platform over another, you could just use the, the editing tools that they have inside of the reels of TikTok. Um, I also use an app called InShot app. And so I like to kind of 
put my videos together that way. Um, but we're going to be talking about a bunch of different types of apps and different ways that you can easily edit uh, your videos in the session coming up in July. Yeah, I think that's hard too because the uh, for me, I mean, I am very, I am very, very techie. But I'm not going to lie, there are some of these apps I look at and it's like, how are they doing that? And then I try to figure it out, and then I can't deconstruct it. Um, so we're so blessed to have, you know, a session like this where you can actually deconstruct this and take the mystery out of it for people. Yeah. I mean, it's when it comes to creating the content, you, you do want to have that research and you want to be able to spend some time researching the different videos and the sounds that are working and then put your spin on it. Um, but you were mentioning earlier too, about the types of content to create and it's just like any other social media platform you need to have these content buckets they also call them themes they call them pillars but you need to have four or five different um topics that you're going to be talking about right so one is horses for you M mine is hiking then maybe we'll put in a home staging tip every now and then maybe we put in a business tip every now and then so that's three i love cats that's four um and so you have a mix of different things that you can put um, your videos around that give you that um, humanizing effect on your, you know, on your platform. So people really get to know you, they get to see the behind the scenes, um, and they get to see your expertise as well, which is super important as entrepreneurs, because we want to get paid. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think what you just said is really crucial is that people connect to you because I find myself, I follow some people, I, I swear they're, we're friends. We're friends. I follow them so much. You look at them like, I know this person. We, I connect, you know, and you definitely on certain social media platforms, you definitely have a, like I have followers that, that follow and comment every single thing it is that I do. And I in turn do the same for them. And you do start to build these kind of little communities for yourselves. But when people can see you and they can connect to you, they're going to want to buy from you because they connect to you. Not just because you have something they need. It's because and not only that. Connection not only that but refer you to right if they yeah. know that you're an expert in this thing you know and the real estate agents are watching you in your area they, they're probably not commenting they're probably not going to say anything but let me tell you when they see you face to face or have a conversation with you they're going to be like oh i just saw that um staging that you did that transformation or you cleaning your cat or, or hiking or something like that like someone is always going to refer back to the videos that you're putting out there I didn't even think about referrals, but that's brilliant because I share videos a lot. I mean, I'll even just copy the link. And if I knew somebody was looking for something or my son was talking about something and it comes up on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, you know, uh, tips about buying a car. There's a gal on TikTok that does that. And so I sent a link to my kid, to, you know, hey, check her out, you know, and she offers consultations for people and everything. So the same thing can absolutely happen in the staging and design world as well. Yeah, you want to be following um, the vendors that you you use, the real estate agents in your area, and really start creating community around um, this platform. Because that's that's one major reason why you know short form videos work. It's building the sense of the, the community. It's reaching new people, um, and it also allows you to be able to to get creative in the way that you're communicating. Um, and it's it's really just meant to excite that potential audience member and inspire people to take action. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. In 30 seconds or less. <laughs> In 30 seconds or less. That's right. It's less time to make um, 
a gaffe, you know, when you're talking about something, if you have less of a script to be able to memorize and the whole bit. Um, let me ask you this. How many, do you, do you know the first year you went to Risa Con? 2009, uh, no, 2010. January so second, 2020. The second year. So yes. you've been going a long time because our first year was 2009. I opened my business in October of 2009. So wasn't quite a stager yet. <laughs> wow. That's a long time. We've known each other for quite a while now. Yes. <laughs> RisaCon is a good event to get to. Let me tell you, I've met more people in this industry you know, obviously through the association and through staging and whatnot, but when people come to RisaCon, you know, there's so many connections that everybody makes. I can't stress enough that the sessions are fantastic. They are that you've got real life professionals that are out there making it happen that are coming to share their wisdom with you, number one, but then the people that you meet or the people that you already know online on social media. And you're like, I know them. She's my friend because we're on social media. You're going to meet them in person. And then you're going to go, oh my God, we really are friends. And, you know, you just create these relationships. And isn't it amazing how many people that I know you and I know for sure that we don't live near each other, mm -hmm. but we connect through social media and then you can still do projects. I know you've had your accountability program with Shauna Lynn Simon for a, a, quite a while and connecting with people that way, because you don't always have to be in person and you don't always have that support person in person in your local area. So it's so great to get to Risacon and meet new people. Yeah, and I love that too, especially if you're living in a competitive area up in the country, which there are. I mean, I lived in New York City for a while, and a lot yeah. of people didn't want to share their little home staging secrets, which I get. Um, but it's a way for you to find that like-minded person, really figure out what's working in their business, what's working in your business, what's not, have that com camaraderie, and then um, like you said, the accountability too, going back and maybe working with somebody who isn't in your market. So you don't have that competition, but you're still yeah. able to get the same value out of it. Yeah, it's priceless. I love it. Well, it is only, uh, I know I never want to say dates when they're on these because they're so dated because they're on video. Um, but July 21st is right around the corner. Yes, it is. It is right around the corner. We're actually getting starting to get excited. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to something like this. We're all exhausted already, but um, we're actually getting excited to be able to get out there and have our first in-person since COVID. It's going to be remarkable. I know I can't wait to see all my amazing friends, colleagues, and meet new people as well. I mean, it's been two years in the making. <laughs> two years in the making for sure. So I have a feeling people are going to have a really good time. <laughs> Just make sure to get to your first morning sessions on time because you're not going to want to miss those. So don't stay out too late, everybody. Um, that's about it. We're about the end of time. This always goes by so quickly. Thank you so much for joining me as always. Thank you for having me. And I hope to see you guys all at RisaCon. Absolutely. For everybody else, if you're on the fence, we do have a few tickets left. This is going to sell out. Don't wait till the last minute. Everybody always waits the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute. Get your ticket. Get in there um, and get to RisaCon. Until next time, everybody. Happy staging and au revoir.